0: This is food. This is beans. So, Adrian, Adrian Pinter, Godzilla versus Kong. What did you really think? Now that you can just let it all out there and let all the spoilers out, because this is a closer look. This is a closer look episode, and we can just say whatever we want about this movie. We can tell the audience what exactly happened at the very end. And we don't have to feel guilty because this is a closer look. So if you don't want this movie spoiled for yourself, probably don't listen to this particular bonus episode of split focus, a film and TV podcast. Adrian, what did you think of Godzilla versus Kong?
1: Well, Simon, Edie, I thought it was a pretty okay, decent movie. I had a relatively enjoyable time with it. I didn't think there was enough action in the movie. Um, the, the, (laughs) the, the, the plot itself, uh, was pretty bare bones, but I don't really care. I just want to watch a bunch of monsters fight each other. And uh, what I think this movie sorely lacked is a variety of action. There's really only two big action-packed scenes. It's the first fight on the boat between Godzilla and Kong, and then the final fight, which is a little bit of a prolonged fight where eventually Mechagodzilla appears, which was a pretty pleasant surprise. Um, but again, he gets a uh, like he he has what like maybe like seven minutes of screen time before he gets his ass handed to him, if that, and uh, that was quite disappointing, and um, that's really my main gripe about the movie. I wish there was more variety of monsters and a variety of action. I want a, I want a, an action packed monster movie, but this had the mm. same amount of monsters as the hit movie Rampage, and mm, yeah. And I could make an argument that Rampage was a better movie than this. And I feel like I shouldn't.
0: I could make it too because the plot made more sense. Mm -hmm. I I honestly, you kind of described the plot as almost like simple. And there wasn't much plot. There was lots of plot, Adrian. There was lots of plot, but it was convoluted as shit. It was the most convoluted plot I've probably seen in a movie. Not ever, but I can't list the last movie that was more convoluted than this and made less sense. So, The Circle that was a bad movie. That was really bad. That movie, well, that, that's a movie that like doesn't have any action to, to I guess, you know, to hold your interest. You have to like back it up. I, I almost feel like action and plot to you for you for a movie is almost like on a graph based on your description. It, it's, It's on a graph. And if it doesn't intersect at the right moment, you won't like the movie. So if there's not enough action, and there's not enough plot, then you're kind of you're like hovering around a certain spot. For me, I need the plot to be good no matter what. Mm. I can't. I can't just rely on the action to take up the the reins. I, I mentioned this earlier uh, on the regular episode, but specifically, there was a Rotten Tomatoes review that said that the the plot was unimportant. It was lower on the priority list than the action because the action was so action packed that it literally didn't matter what the plot was. Which again is in contrast to, to what you said, but. <laughs>
1: Well, like yeah, it is the the plot is pretty wacky, you know. Like Mecha Godzilla is essentially being controlled by a supercomputer, which is as I think King Ghidorah's brain. So technically,
0: using his DNA to somehow send uh, a telepathic link
1: from their computer to the giant Mecha Godzilla. So, like, technically, Mecha Godzilla is King Ghidorah from Godzilla: King of Monsters. It becomes that at the end. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's not the issue, though. Should have put up more of a fight. Should have put up put more, more of a fight. It would have been cool if they just like, I don't know. I feel like this should have been more, more damage done. I feel like we didn't see enough people get killed. And uh, that is my big disappointment in the movie. I, I'm not saying that I love seeing people get killed, but I do love Carnage. I love things like this. I love these big disaster movies. No, I don't necessarily love disaster movies, but I like these sort of disaster movies involving big monsters slash dinosaurs. And uh, again, this movie I just felt like lacked that that extra bit of mm, that extra bit of action variety that um, Godzilla King of Monsters came before, and he, and hell, even got, uh, Kong Skull Island was. Much more interesting in the action uh, category.
0: But what about like the fact that like when Kong goes down into the Hollow Earth and he's fighting? There's there's other monsters down there that he's fighting. There's that whole interesting idea of the Hollow Earth. Like that's the best part of this movie is that idea. I like the idea of the Hollow Earth. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. That they're going down into this Hollow Earth. He fights a monster down there. They fight on the boat. They fight in Hong Kong. There's lots of fights, and then they fight again the the giant Mechagodzilla, but together. I I almost feel like you and I. We like I wanted plot and you want an action and we kind of both were not fulfilled in the thing we wanted. (laughs) It didn't fulfill either of us. But for a different reason completely, which is I find interesting.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I I, I would go with the yeah, like I don't think I was fully satisfied with the conclusion of the, the movie. Well, with the movie as a whole, I guess. Um and I definitely was left wanting more. I feel like this movie may have benefited if it was just like a longer movie with more action. Um but yeah, like yeah. I, I kind of get where you're coming from. The plot is like pretty nonsensical. It's like just wacky and like it is very over, like overly convoluted and, you know, they bring in, you know, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's character from like the second movie and uh, I feel like she played like she a way she- worse,
0: worse version of herself, like a way worse version of that character.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's like yeah, this character that grew up, I guess, hip, hit puberty and became like a whack job and. I just don't – I didn't like her character. I found her very unappealing. They have that one that whole subplot. That
0: I'm not sure the subplot was good at all. I, I almost wonder like like uh,
1: Tyree Henry.
0: Yeah, Brian Tyree
1: Henry. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry, I believe. Yeah, he's
0: a good actor and I enjoy watching him, but I just found that his character was kind of annoying.
1: I don't know. Um. Yeah, I found him like kind of funny – at times but yeah i didn't really care enough to watch him it was pretty cool to see the kid from deadpool 2 slash hunt for the wilder people in this movie as well um yeah like like he's aged up a bit and yeah like plays like an interesting role but again sorry not necessarily an interesting role but like a different character than what he played in hunt for the wilder people and deadpool 2 so that was kind of cool to see but again yeah that that entire subplot is like that that entire subplot was made for the purpose to reveal mecha godzilla or to explain why there is a mecha Godzilla, and uh, yeah, I, and 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 it's again- like a build up on the
0: other side, like you know it's coming, you know it's coming, you know it's coming, because they're investigating it as Godzilla and Kong are doing their thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know, to me, like I would have been satisfied with being like, by the way, I am an evil corporation and I made a mecha Godzilla to to like rule this earth. I would have been fine with that much. I didn't need this this extra big bit of plot to to be blunt, kind of bore me. <laughs> um during the movie
0: but the issue to me again is that the characters were not developed even Millie Bobby Brown's character was way more developed in Godzilla King of Monsters where we first see her than in this movie the issue is none of these characters are developed they keep introducing these human characters and the only one who kind of is developed is the the like the the native girl from Skull Island the like the deaf girl
1: yeah, the, the character that literally doesn't say a word. It, she just signs a word, and she has the most character. She's the
0: only one who's not unlikable, in my opinion. Honestly, like if you look at Rebecca Hall's character as an example, the scientist who's the ward of Kong, what is her job? Her only job is to be the ward of Kong. She's supposed to specifically studying Kong. She doesn't know that he's able to sign language. They have cameras everywhere. Are you kidding? What are you doing? How is this possible? <laughs> yeah Am I, is that not insane come on
1: yeah there this this movie is not without an excessive amount of plot holes or just uh plot conveniences <laughs> just to well, like create yeah. dialogue well uh, how about
0: rebecca hall like she just decided that it was okay that king kong would be taken across to antarctica she knew that she, he would get attacked by godzilla she knew she asks why they need to do this and the answer that she gets from Skarsgård's character, I don't even know what their names are because they're un- unnecessary. Their, their character names are completely unnecessary. Skarsgård's character who wrote the Hollow Earth book, he literally says, oh, we're going to help this megacorp." He basically reveals that they're going to help this mega corporation find this power source to defeat Godzilla. He tells her that. And then when they get to the place where the power source is, she's like, no, you can't take the power source. What? Why did you go all this way? You didn't want King Kong to die, did you? Why did you go this way? And then you had no plan when he's on the boat to even make sure that he's not going to be a sitting duck out there in Godzilla's waters. Godzilla lives in the ocean. Like, these people are scientists that are not skeptical. I've never heard of that before. They don't seem to care. Is that not odd? Uh, you?
1: you know what? This actually, You explaining it like that, it kind of reminds me of Alien Covenant. So Alien Covenant is, you know, like it, it's essentially it's just an alien Maybe It's a prequel. They go to like a planet, but it is like literally they send the dumbest scientists on planet Earth, like a bunch of scientists with like no common sense or no critical thinking. And you just kind of right. explaining it, like this this movie is that. It's just a bunch of characters that literally do not have any critical thought. They're just a bunch. But don't of you dumb. want to care?
0: Don't you want to care about these characters a little? Like I care about Kyle Chandler's character. He was completely sidelined. Mm. It, isn't that odd to you? That that's the craziest thing. Like, for instance, there's another good example. Ken Watanabe, great actor, by the way. Love him and pretty much everything. He's just, I feel like he steals the steals the show. Ken Watanabe is in he's Dr. Ishiro uh Sarasawa in in almost all of, well, both Godzilla movies except for this one. He he commits then I shouldn't say commits suicide. He sacrifices himself for Godzilla because he believes in Godzilla. He is developed we we learn about him, and we learn about his his family, his father, and how he was in Hiroshima and like that is it's, it's touching there's there's an element there that you feel invested like you're like, oh, okay, these people have backstories. none of these characters have backstories; they're just random faces they're just there so they can face off King Kong. It just feels forced, and what's the point? This movie didn't need to happen at all. there's a better way for it to even happen. you didn't even need to travel. You can add the first fight, by the way. It could have been on a boat afterwards. Maybe Godzilla should have broken into King Kong's uh, chamber, wherever he was on Skull Island. Maybe that should have happened. Maybe he should have destroyed the home. Then they have to find him a new home. So then Rebecca Hall suddenly is like, oh, I actually, we we have the Hollow Earth. Let's find him his family. Let's find him his home. Then you have a reason why Rebecca Hall would be invested in this at all. She then takes him across the Antarctica. I just made this plot in five seconds. How can they be this lazy? It's just so lazy. Okay. Actually, do you have something to add to that? I don't want to cut you off.
1: Um. No, no, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, like, like, fair enough.
0: Just to talk about that, your issue is the action. My issue with this movie as well, with the action, I'll give you the action for a moment. The whole idea of the movie is it's Godzilla versus Kong. So let's have them fight three times. The rule of threes... Don't pretend that the last fight is two fights by saying, oh, I guess Kong wins round two.
1: No, he didn't. That was the same fight. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude okay, okay, no, 100%. That's exactly actually the point I wanted to make. Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's like, yeah, Godzilla, or sorry, Kong takes, uh, like, yeah, round two. It's like, they immediately started fighting after he said that line. What do you mean, Godzilla? Or sorry, Kong took fight two, or round two. Yeah, Godzilla garbage. got up like two and a half seconds later, and then just tackled down Kong and beat the living shit out of him. By the way, Godzilla won, so Godzilla was the was yeah. the like the the primary. Yeah, he 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 beat up Kong, which is relatively predictable. You know, you yeah, fighting. that's why
0: I thought King Kong would win. By the way,
1: me too, me too. I was hoping i, I want I want the underdog to win, but now it's it's the huge radioactive lizard that can shoot out a nuclear ray out of his mouth, which is like fair enough. <laughs>
0: which everyone thought, but then when he got, like the cool thing about Kong is that he's able to use weapons. And the fact that he now has this weapon that's basically has a spike from Godzilla's back or something in it. I feel like that would have given him an advantage or an upper hand because he's smart enough to block. He's he's just really smart. I feel like King Kong is smarter than Godzilla. Godzilla is more powerful, undoubtedly. But I, I just, I, I was a little bit shocked that they that they chose that route. I was just disappointed, actually. I was like, oh, wow. You went the most obvious possible route, make Godzilla win. Maybe they thought that that was the least obvious route because people wanted the underdog to win, but anyway, it seemed dumb.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't really care too much about that. I'll be honest with you, but yeah, I like I, again, like I said, I don't care who the winner uh, was, I just wanted to see action, and I just felt like there wasn't enough variety. It felt uh, like, especially when Mecha Godzilla kind of shows up, it's like you know he's beaten 11 shit out of Godzilla for like a couple minutes there. And I'm like, it's pretty badass." Like I'm, I'm really enjoying Godzilla getting his ass handed to him. And then, you know, they revive Kong. Godzilla and Kong team up for about like a total. Hold of-
0: up. I was going to stop you there for a second. They revived Kong in the dumbest way possible. I'm sorry. His heart was slowing down and then you electrically charge his heart. And now he's healed.
1: It makes sense. Have you watched grades anatomy? <laughs> that's good that's good
0: I, I have a few episodes yeah i don't know if they really go into that kind of science in gray's anatomy but anyway you were saying
1: yeah so they, rev- they revive kong by yeah like sending a ship to uh, like electrify him to jump start his heart whatever who cares kong gets up <laughs> and then you know gets his like godzilla axe and just cuts off Godzilla's limbs and i'm like what the hell like this quick like let let it let, let this play out a little bit. Like what is he made of? Yeah. It's <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I don't know. It just confused me that Godzilla beat the living shit out of Kong. Kong used this axe, this this huge axe, that's a nuclear axe, and whacked Godzilla right in the face. And nothing happened. Godzilla got up like again, two and a half seconds later. But this axe can just cut off Mecha Godzilla's limbs, this this thing that's made out of like metals. As opposed to just like organic, you know, skin and stuff. Who knows? Maybe this, maybe this metal alloy is is not as powerful as Godzilla's skin. But I don't know. It just felt uh, kind of anticlimactic. when the first limb got cut off? I was like, I oh, know already. Like that's that was literally my thought. And the movie <laughs> abruptly ends. Like it, it literally that fight ends. Godzilla and Kong just look at each other kong drops the axe being like we ain't fighting anymore and godzilla's like yeah i kicked your ass i'm leaving and then walks to the ocean the movie ends and i was like what
0: yeah right and they show the characters all joining each other to like say hello to each other but you didn't even mention that part because the characters are irrelevant because <laughs> yeah. no one cares <laughs> no one cares about them i cared about them in the first movie i cared about them in the second movie i cared about kim what i'll be dying honestly it made me sad i actually thought all oh, that's sad i don't think i teared up at all but it was like oh man That guy's the most interesting character in this entire movie. And maybe the series. That's too bad that he's dead. But no, there's no one I care about. Kyle Chandler is apparently in charge of Monarch. I feel like I only learned that at the very last frame of the movie, like the last scene. I'll be honest. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. He's like, Dr... Whatever, Dr. Chandler. I don't know their names because they're not important. Dr. Chandler, you're the the monarch leader. I don't know. Somebody said that in, like, passing. I'm like, what is this? Why are you mentioning this now? Anyways, to get back briefly to Ken Watanabe's character dying, Sarazawa. he died how, Adrian? Do you remember in King of the Monsters?
1: Uh, No, not really. Doesn't he just get, like, destroyed by a nuclear laser? So he goes
0: down to take a nuclear bomb down nuclear warhead to take it into uh godzilla's he's got like this there's this ancient city almost almost reminded me of atlantis which i thought was kind of cool so they go down and they they he 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 sacrifices himself oh yeah i remember yeah 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 you know why he died though when he was sacrificing himself like why didn't they all go down and plant this bomb like why did he have to die
1: um i don't remember why tell me Simon. radiation
0: adrian radiation which is a theme in this entire series except for maybe kong skull island they don't talk about it too much in kong skull island but they definitely talk about it in godzilla and godzilla king of the monsters but for some reason radiation doesn't exist in this movie at all it just doesn't exist they go into this they call this the hollow earth or whatever which they claim that the further down deep you go, these monsters are being fueled by radiation and that's how they're able to get so powerful. And that's why they were awoken in the first place. But apparently now, Hollow Earth isn't radiation filled at all because they get out without suits. They just, with their face, their bare faces, and walk outside of Hollow Earth to a place in which they claim this radiation at one point because they say it radiates to the axe and give it gives it power, but somehow they're not affected by the radiation. The first movie literally starts with Brian Cranston's wife dying because of radiation. It was the major plot point that was fueling the series. Fueling, huh, pun intended. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. Ridiculous. It matters, though, because you don't, you're not invested. I think you, I don't know, I think you underestimate how much you need the plot to be good. I really do. There's no investment. You don't care about any of these people. Isaac Gonzalez, this character, is a complete idiot there's no use of her at all yeah like her character is not useful like what was the point of her being in it i don't understand she's just there she's just an un really an un again an unnamed goon
1: yeah i think she's just there to be like eye candy i guess yeah i guess Like, like i don't know like that's probably it she's the daughter of the the guy that makes mechagodzilla and she's down there to to get the nuclear information from the ground to send it up to him. It's like no one- right
0: to upload. They're going to upload the data of a of a of a resource that's going to power a giant mecha suit. They're going to upload it. They have that technology, by the way, Adrian. But they don't have the technology to send a wireless signal to a mecha suit without, unfortunately, hooking up a, a murderous Ghidorah head. To, to to really send a wireless signal. They don't have 5G. They just didn't invent 5G just yet, but they do have the power to send a telepathic Ghidorah heads, information and DNA to a Mac suit that, that they have, but they don't have, they can upload mm-hmm. data. They're, they're really powerful. That, that society is incredible, man. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, fair enough. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'll give you that. Maybe they
0: canceled 5G because they realized it was causing the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Typical. <laughs> probably what happened <laughs> um yeah come on you can control his drone right now like right now today's technology because this is, that movie is not in today's technology they created some crazy stuff today you can use a cell phone with 2.4 gigahertz wi-fi and send a drone into the sky like almost like a like a kilometer like you can send it pretty damn damn far so i'm not understanding why you need any special equipment like a Ghidorah head To control this you're just putting other people at risk and then the fact that you have live monsters in that chamber that you're testing the mecha suit in and you didn't create a a viewing glass that's stronger or strong enough to protect you like anything could go wrong you're the ceo of this company you think you'd be smart enough to build glass that's not going to break at the first sign of trouble
1: yeah fair enough fair enough
0: none of these things make sense this is the most nonsensical honestly the most ridiculous and it's convoluted there's just so much garbage in this there's just so many things i've got so much listed here i can go on i can go on for hours
1: <laughs> at least it's fun kind of yeah
0: it is i just can't <laughs> kind of but not quite though because there's
1: missing action in it yeah. Yeah, there's just not enough action. There's not enough variety. I wanted more monsters. There was like 18 different monsters in Godzilla: King of Monsters. It needed to be more monsters. Why did Kong? Why would they follow Kong to the cave that the
0: power source is in? Why was he even drawn there in the first place?
1: It doesn't even that doesn't make sense either. Yeah, why did they even take him? Why were they like, oh, we need Kong to find that? Uh, like, like you guys have the tunnel to inner Earth or whatever the theories. Yeah. Why do you need it's Kong to bring camp. you there? I I thought they said something. No, they
0: need to know where the power source was. They thought that Kong would lead them there. That's what the reason was. But why is it that Kong would even go there? You don't know anything about Kong. You can't speak to him because you found out you can sign with him at the very end, like at the middle of the movie.
1: Yeah, after you already took him.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. They had no idea that he would bring them there. It makes no sense that they would know. It it literally doesn't make any sense. They just, for some reason, thought that that was... That was gonna happen that they thought that King Kong would lead them to this power source randomly. Hmm. It's there's just no science behind it. It just happened coincidentally. There's like magic in this movie. It's like a magic. They, they went from being a science-based movie in all three of the previous movies to being all like there's like this magical force. It felt like almost like the lost like cork
1: <laughs> a mm. little bit.
0: You know what I mean? Like I was like, what is going Why did they go to this? And then that that cave thing which is like this ancient cave with
1: this power source just collapsed so easily but anyway <laughs> I can't yeah. know. You know what movie I want to watch? That's like a really good movie apparently. What? Shin Godzilla. It's like a 2016 like Japanese Godzilla movie. Oh yeah. It's going Godzilla returns or whatever. It's literally just like Godzilla absolutely destroying Tokyo Bay. Like, and, oh. and and just like just destroys like all japan and uh wow. I, I really want to watch it i just i love carnage maybe i'm gonna watch this maybe this will satisfy that need i know it's well rated let me check
0: it is a, I, I believe it's 86. the largest godzilla i don't know if you said this
1: already but it's the largest godzilla ever uh ever in a movie mm-hmm. yeah it's 86 percent on go- uh, rotten tomatoes tomatoes Rotten tomatoes
0: all maybe right I'll watch this. one more thing i'm, I'm gonna bring up
1: and I brought it up at the beginning
0: of our when we started to review Godzilla vs. Kong on our official like the regular pod version of our podcast, split focus to film film and TV podcast. Uh, and it is this Batman versus Superman is a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is a seventy six percent. The reason I bring this up is because if you look at the story beats, like the main ones, Batman versus Superman and Godzilla versus Kong is the same plot.
1: It is. Except Batman v Superman does it better. It's literally, there's a middle, yeah. there's a middle fight between the two, the two characters. And there's a final right. fight between the two characters. And then they become buddies to fight a greater evil. And then the movie right. ends. Correct. Except neither of them die. And they don't have a wonder woman in this movie.
0: Right. There's no wonder woman. and There's no awesome soundtrack. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Actually, the soundtrack I did like actually I didn't hate the soundtrack. but yeah. with that being said, the plot in Batman v Superman actually makes sense. If you actually look at the story beats, the, the visual imagery is actually better as well. But the, the, the motives behind the characters makes a lot of sense all the way through. And the villain is better as well. As much as people didn't love um, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, I think that he did a great job. He's just a different Lex Luthor than we'd seen in the past. And there's it's just a different superhero movie that people didn't accept. But the plot made more sense. And some of the fight scenes in action were just cooler. They were just not this mundane, big monster smashing each other. That Batman fight scene may be one of the best Batman fight scenes ever made. Mm-hmm. I still watch that occasionally and think, wow, this is incredible. It's too bad we didn't get Ben Affleck's Batman movie. And I just think that it's just puzzling. This is somehow a 76%, Godzilla versus Kong, I mean. And Batman versus Superman is a 28 I just don't understand where we get these numbers. It just—how did the critics love this movie? Is is the question I have. I just don't get it because they hated Batman vs Superman so much. Yeah, that will always be puzzling to me. And considering the major plot skeleton of both movies is so similar, except Batman vs Superman again makes sense almost all the way through. The only thing that's a little weird and corny is the Martha scene, and that's it. This movie had many plot holes. That's not even a plot hole. The Martha scene is just a little bit silly. There's so many plot holes in this. It's just ridiculous. And there's no characters I'm invested in. I was invested in both Bruce Wayne and Alfred, the new Alfred, which we haven't seen previously. I was invested in, in Clark Kent, Lois Lane. Like I I really wanted to see where these characters ended up for man of steel and see the introduction of the new newest Bruce Wayne and see where, where he, you know, what his, what he was like. So I just think that, I don't know. I just don't, this is this kind of proof that Rotten Tomatoes is not the greatest resource to determine whether a movie is good or not. That's that's for sure. Uh, we already knew that. And I think we had like a, an adage and we talked about this previously on our podcast, but we talked about how if it's over 90%, then we think it's potentially good. It's We're very much gonna, there's a very high potential chance that we will like the movie. If it's below 10%, the very good chance we're not going to like like the movie and so far that's lived up to its you know its formula
1: yeah i mean again rotten tomatoes is just binary it's like just a thumbs up or even if something's just like if someone's like just yeah whatever to a movie then um like it's still uh like like a thumbs up in in that in that case so i mean i kind it of is. get it
0: it is but if you look at again if you look at the reviews for Godzilla vs. Kong, it's incredible how much people keep ignoring the plot. They keep, they even say the plot doesn't make sense, but it was a raucous time. So fun. Such a fun action movie. So much action. It's never a dull moment. Uh, gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Like, no. No. I do not like it it's not, there's no human element. I don't, I'm not invested in anyone. I'm, the most invested I'm, I am in any character in this was potentially King Kong. And then they made him lose. And that arguably doesn't make that much sense because you gave him a weapon and he's more intelligent. So he is the Batman of that movie. Oh, that's the other difference. King Kong is the Batman of that movie, but he lost. So the smarter combatant actually lost the fight, despite the fact that that doesn't really, to me, add up. I think that King Kong should have won, but only because he had that weapon, by the way, because that weapon was extremely powerful, as was proven yeah. by their own movie. The movie proved it. They just he destroyed that thing so easily; it was almost ridiculous. Well, oh, maybe it's because they gave him a weird heart attack with the electrical
1: current. Yeah, that yeah, they what they the fuck? That was, that, was weird, that was weird, wasn't shit?
0: it? Yeah, Isaac <sighs> Gonzalez uh, Gonzalez's uh, character her, her main her main purpose of existing in that film was so that she could say because it lights up, it could light up Las Vegas. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She describes the ship. It's got so much power that it could light up the entire entirety of Las Vegas. That that was the important aspect of her. Otherwise, she was like, again, it's not even her. Like, it's not just her. Rebecca Hall's character is useless. Skarsgård's character. They're just none of the people are compelling. No one ever. They didn't get enough, get enough screen time. And Kyle Chandler was just barely in the movie, despite the fact that I relate to him the most. Like I, I felt like he had the biggest perspective in King of Monsters. I liked following his character. He had really interesting ideas, and there was just wasn't that kind of element. He didn't bring forth Ken Watanabe's like philosophies into this movie, like I thought he would. It's just again, it just feels lacking, in and the elements that it needed to really make it a good movie. If they gave us humans that we could care about. And to the action sequences that they did, and perhaps even throw in another, a third fight because it's a rule of threes. You want to have three fights to really give it the oomph that it needs. Not not claim that there's three fights when there's only really two. And I think that that if they had done that,
1: well, arguably would... claim that there's four fights because the Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla fight is like technically a, a fourth fight. But but I know what you mean, like fights between Godzilla and Kong. Yeah, yeah,
0: but. yeah. I, I, there was something interesting about this too, as I was wondering like what kind of a ride we were going to, going to be in, and I and I was instantly kind of turned off by the beginning credits. Actually, when they were started to show the beginning credits, and they they were just basically showing the it was like fantasy football, not not fantasy football, but like March Madness matchups between monsters, and they were using the word defeated. There, there were never fighting each other to defeat that's not this wasn't this isn't mortal Kombat. like that's not what this that's not what those other movies were they were you could say eliminated i, I just feel like the juvenile nature of the movie is represented by the beginning title sequence it should be it should have been eliminated mm. there's no maturity it's like the, the the lack of maturity with all the characters like like millie bobby brown's character suddenly she, she felt more immature than she was in king of monsters <laughs> Why Why is everyone so juvenile? No one can think for themselves. Except for the little girl, by the way. The little girl was smart, actually. That's probably the best character in that movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. But I don't know. It was kind of weird because, like, Millie Bobby Brown's character, like... Well, like, because, like... That, the podcast she listens to is, like, a conspiracy theory podcast, which ends up to be true.
0: What's the messaging here?
1: But they're, like, two of the most annoying characters... So it's like, should you believe these annoying podcasts because they're true, or it's just, like, because at the end of the day, like the end result made them find out about Mecha Godzilla. At the end of the day, they, everyone would have found out about Mecha Godzilla anyways. Like they were, they found out about Mecha Godzilla just so we could have that Mecha Godzilla reveal, yeah, uh, like slightly earlier than him coming out and beating the shit out of Godzilla. But yeah, like it, it just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I guess maybe I kind of agree with you that the plot was lacking. But to be fair, like even King of Monsters, I I, I think it has a better plot than this. But the, the plot's not really what I enjoyed. I just loved the fighting and the variety of fighting between all these. Yeah, monsters. I get it.
0: But there's an inv- Which, There's again, still an investment in like Godzilla goes down. He's potentially going to die, and you kind of have this fear of dread. You know, not fear of dread, but this dread, dreaded feeling of the world being it's going to be destroyed by Ghidorah. Like it's over, you know it's gonna. You know Godzilla's coming back to life, but still, it kind of feels like it hopeless. It kind of feels hopeless. And so when Ken Watanabe he sacrifices himself, it just feels impactful. And I just didn't feel any impact here at all. I just, I just the stakes didn't seem even high. Like even if King Kong versus Godzilla fought yeah, each guess, other in one one, who cares?
1: I don't care. No, they're yeah maybe that's it because yeah there really isn't any stakes like i didn't care about any of these characters so i didn't i couldn't care less if any of them died and to be fair none of them did really none of them none of again there weren't any interesting characters but none of the main characters died unlike the other movies and i even if there was going to be a definitive winner between godzilla and kong like there was never a doubt in my mind that both of these guys would survive and they would most likely team up against something at the end of the movie. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe there's a level of predictability that made me a little bit less interested in the, in the plot and, and everything happening in the movie. And and maybe that's why it made the, the, the action itself a little bit more lackluster because I just kind of knew what was coming or what was happening. But, yeah, I don't know. All in all, I am disappointed in this. I, I do like it better than the original Godzilla, but I, I think it is worse than Skull Island and King of Monsters, personally. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, I'm still like invested in this universe. I still want to see more of these movies. Like, I, I still want to see another Godzilla movie and another Kong movie and whatever other monster they come up with. But uh, yeah, I hope they, I hope they go further into the action.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you. Now you want that action. Or just give me a Rampage
1: 2. <laughs> sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave it there on my review. I don't know. Again, disappointed would be the, the best word to describe it. But I feel like, again, you just know what you're in for when they start describing the, the opponents that King Kong and Godzilla defeated as defeated. Because it's just not really what – that's not – it looked like a scientific chart. It should have been eliminated at anything else it's just it's just
1: juvenile absolutely fucking murdered they just like write that on the board just totally beat the living shit out of well that would have been better than
0: defeated but only slightly (laughs) that would it's basically the same thing i just again i don't i don't know just don't appreciate a plotless movie decapitated and eaten it's like they cared about the plot though slightly because they went down this hollow earth path like they really cared about that it's like well why to what end to what end did you do this you just i don't know and even at the end of the movie they're showing king kong and his new habitat and it's like well okay great but like i just don't care about these characters living down
1: here there's just no benefit i I just don't i don't understand yeah are they just going back and forth from hollow earth like are those human beings gonna live with kong down there how can they
0: live down there? The whole idea was that radiation was down there. That's how those creatures are alive at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, who cares?
0: It, none of it makes sense. Well, the, how can you continue this franchise after it's all farce? It's not like one movie did this, and then you just decided to change the rules. No, you changed the rules after two movies in a row, or two Godzilla movies in a row at least, mm. did the same plot of it's really important that Godzilla feeds off of radiation. It's really important that all these monsters feed off of radiation that's how they live that's important like i again i just don't yeah i i'm i'm kind of beating a dead horse like it's uh yeah i'm just not invested there's just nothing to be invested in and i don't have much interest in the next i kind of interestingly because i don't really like monster movies like this i'm not a big fan of this i just find that it's almost pointless and and plotless, and, that, and that's kind of the reason why I didn't watch the first two Godzilla movies. I'd only watched Kong Skull Island. I watched Kong Skull Island one because there were friends going to go see it, and I thought that would be kind of fun to see. And Samuel Jackson's in it; it was fantastic. And you know, there's lots of great actors that were in it. And I was like, oh, this, this kind of seems like hype. Like this is this is great. And uh, and then the aesthetic looked great. And so when we, when I watched it, I was pleasantly surprised. I think the sound design is also incredible in that movie. I think that. There's so much to love about that film, and this is nothing like that. Like there was clearly high stakes in that movie. They clearly had to get the off the island. There was clearly a goal to get to a certain point by a certain time. and there was there was it felt like they might not make it. and they brought in other elements like Samuel L Jackson just couldn't accept. Again, I don't want to spoil it just in case, but I don't know. This is a spoiler cast type episode, but I don't. You never know. I guess somebody could have watched Godzilla versus Kong and
1: not watched Kong's Island. It's but part if of you the franchise. Watch- it's a sequel. I think you can talk about it. It's fine.
0: Yeah, but my point was that they had many plot lines that were running simultaneously, and they did them all well. There was no plot hole that I could discernibly see that was notable or or like something that was so obvious that bothered me but i still enjoyed there was lots of moments where godzilla is wrecking shit up and it's on an island it's not even in a city you know what i mean like he's he's wrecking shit up but he's not even doing it on a place where he can do the most damage he's doing the least damage theoretically because he's in a he's in like a a waterfall and like (laughs) in the woods like it's not even the
1: well he's doing the most damage to a natural habitat simon Destroying he the doesn't trees. do
0: damage to it. He specifically likes the habitat. He's actually saving the he habitat.
1: He tears out those trees, man, from the ground.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: He's an eco-terrorist. Yes.
0: That's, my, that's my two cents on this movie. Should you watch it, audience member, if you haven't seen it and somehow watched this, listen to this episode? Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. If you like the other movies, it's worth watching the last movie. But how can they even go from here is the question that I just consistently ask i don't know i don't know where they go from here like if it's not adam wingard in his wild nonsense plot <laughs> making the movie i'm not sure who who has a plan for this but it just seems like this franchise has gone a way i didn't want because I, I did actually my point was i did have an interest in this plot even godzilla godzilla king of monsters i felt invested like i actually liked where these scientists were taking things and i i kind of liked their you know their There's even that family history between Vera Farmiga and and uh, whenever Kyle Chandler and Billy Bobby Brown, and I was like, oh wow, what's going to happen there? I don't know. That's kind of interesting to me. I didn't I didn't hate that. I was kind of interested where where that went. Godzilla, he was not just a setting in King of Monsters. Like he felt like he was definitely important, and they had to revive him, and that's great. But
1: uh,
0: Hmm. yeah, I just uh, I just I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
1: (laughs) I thought it was fun enough, but not as fun as it could be.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I I thought I would sway you a little bit. I thought you would, at the end of the day, you'd be like, maybe I didn't like it. Maybe I didn't like it because the plot was so bad and none of the characters I could even connect to. And there was no, no real stakes. Uh, You did. You just just bopping of the, on the head with a stick,
1: you know, he swayed me a bit.
0: Oh, he bopped him. And then he bopped him. Oh my goodness. Is he going to pop him again? Like, that. that's it. That's the movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, you swayed me a bit, but at the end of the day, my biggest disappointment was the lack of uh, variety of action. I just wanted more, okay. baby. Okay, we'll leave it at that
0: then. And um, I thank you, audience member. You tuned into our bonus episode. Wow, what a champion you are. We appreciate you. We appreciate you very much. And we'll be back next week with episode 41. So thank you very much for for listening and goodbye. Bye. Take care guys.